Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18th. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. I am TJ Majors, a spotter of the 88 Cup Car, 7 Xfinity, and the 29 Truck. And joining me today, five, <laughs> this week, is Brett and... And Kristen is back. No, 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 K- KB. KB. Yeah, th- this week, TJ was actually the spotter of the 88 <laughs> Cup car, the 88 Xfinity car, the 7 Xfinity the seven. car. Yes, it's true. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, I asked for more money because <laughs> I did two cars. <laughs> yeah, this, this show is presented today by One Main. Thanks for uh, yeah. bringing this podcast to your beautiful ears. And making it happen. In yeah. the beautiful Exalted Studio. Hey, somebody's been, a lot of people have been tweeting me this week saying that I say at the end of the day a lot on this podcast. Do I say that a lot? Should we, should I mark it down every time you say it? I think it should be a drinking game. And we should come back here after drink. hours and just listen to it. And every time I say it, we take a shot. It doesn't sound, it doesn't stand out to me. I doesn't don't think st- you say it a I lot. I don't think you do either. Hey, you need, to, people. You need to lean up and straighten that last picture up. It's crooked. Oh, it's a bit crooked. Yeah, I'm, an, I'm a neat freak. Oh, boy. Oh, thanks. We got new pictures up in better? the Exalta studio. Yeah. yeah. Exalta's cool. got this backdrop in here now um, for sponsoring the studio. And it's really cool. It they did cool. it in uh, 16 different squares. And it's just different um, pictures of, you know, Exalta, paint, um, Dirty Mo Radio, Dale Jr.'s body without a head why, on one of them. Why, why <laughs> is our picture not up there? Well, uh, it's a good question. Man, Dale Jr.'s up there. He doesn't even have a podcast. Have you, have you looked in the mirror? Does he have a podcast? It doesn't matter. He, you know, he has a company. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. We deserve a square. There's I, 16 opportunities, and we're not in any of them. I'm pretty good with that. I have a face for radio, and I'm pretty sure you do, too. My face is great. It yeah, is great. Pretty hairy today. That's good. Yeah. You yeah. like scruff? I love scruff. I love beards. Yeah. I like beards. I don't like neck hair. Love though. beards like, hates kids. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. If hate you like kids. neck hair, TJ has the most neck yeah. hair of any human being in Listen, America. Do you need to get your hair cut? I haven't shaved I'll that. Shave you I, down. I, ever since I did that movie, uh, Teen Wolf. Teen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> ever since I filmed that movie, you have a hairy chest. <laughs> what did you just ask? So my dad, he's like super hairy. He's like a gorilla. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just curious. I mean, I'm. I was, average. I was just wondering if I don't think it all the way down to the rest of your body. No, I don't have like a. Whatever you, what do you call that? Gorilla hair? No, that like, that whole thing. Isn't there a name for that? Like from here, to, you know that. Chewbacca. <laughs> Big know, man. I don't know, man. I Yeti. tell him, I like. I'm gonna start packing a razor and just shaving his neck on Sundays. I wouldn't mind. Speak. I thought about getting it waxed. 
but they say that. Why don't you just get, get your wife to shave your neck, dude? It ain't that dude. hard. Or get a mirror and hold it like this and, and another mirror. You think I trust her with a razor? I'm <laughs> <laughs> you better trust her. All right. What are you going to say, Chris? And Is you your last name Bobbit? <laughs> Speaking of Exulta, make sure to follow Exulta Racing on Twitter. <clears throat> if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they will partner with Pocono Raceway to give away $88,000. Yeah. If Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the Exulta, we paint winners 400 at Pocono on June 5th. So I follow him. I follow him. Yeah, Exulta I did Racing. too. That's yeah. free money. Are, That's $88,000. Are we eligible to win? I don't see why not. Sure. Let's see how many they got. They only got 15.4 thousand. Yeah. So they're close. So if you follow Exalta and we win the cup race in Pocono, which we've swept there before and we run really good there. So all you have to do is hit the follow button on Exalta Racing and um, you will have a chance at winning $88,000. They do good stuff on Twitter too. Kristen, yeah. where were you at last week? Yeah. Where right. were you? Why did you miss the show? Because here's the deal. <coughs> we were all sitting here at 9 o'clock getting ready to start the show. <laughs> you don't come. At 9.20, you still don't come. We're texting you. We're calling you. We're actually beginning to worry. To worry. Legitimately worry. And you know what? You, you, you gave us nothing. So why don't you own up to what and why? I, and, got, and, I had such a violent allergic reaction to something that um, I was out till like, when I texted you guys at what, like 9.45? Yeah, we were still. 3 a.m. I was so sick that they had to. You I know what we were doing? We were looking little. at. Accident reports. Yeah. See if you were looking at wrecked yeah. cars. I, I had like WSOC he, he Channel asked, Nine up on Twitter. He well, asked me uh, what. Technically, <clears throat> I only have to email my boss or the the human resources lady. Yeah, but but it's. I know. At I was point, out of it. I was um. They dosed point, me then with to, medication, and I was yeah. just like. I only have to email her. Passed but screw the people that are waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. So respectful. Anyway, I passed out from just well, the. We're glad reaction. you're alive because yeah. we didn't. Yeah. Know. Are we gonna? What you want to talk about Richmond? Yeah. We gotta do. We gotta do. That's it, Richmond Recap. <laughs> that's that's, all it that's says. where we're at. Is that that bullet yeah. point we're on? Yeah, oh. man, we're at Richmond Recap. Richmond Recap. We ran good. We started mid-pack. We, um, Let's talk about Xfinity race first, man. Which part we won. Yeah, I just – I know. I just, how's that chicken biscuit? That's Boss awesome. Mandale won. That was great. That was awesome. I don't really Elliot came that. in third. Elliot was third with a one-man car. <laughs> it went into one. Dale Jr., man. <laughs> about <so> 12. <laughs> I'm watching the heat race, and, and Dale Jr. is, at the end of that heat race, two-tenths quicker than everybody in that heat race. And I was like, man, he's got a fast car. I think he can win. I, and I almost tweeted it, and I was like, man, if I tweet it, I'll jinx it. I'm not going to do it. And then they dominated that race. Yeah, I knew once the tires wore out. They, and I'm not no, – nothing against Eric Jones and them guys, but yeah. he just has such a feel because of the cup car with the power and stuff and how to save tires and control your stuff. He just has such a good feel for that. And he's really, really, really good at doing that. So uh, I knew we were going to be good. It was so good, you, and you I was toggling between the two of you listening mm, to yeah. the um, – it was a really, really Could good you tell race. I had a little bit of a cold? No, actually, no. you sounded fine. Ours was probably pretty quiet. Yours was quiet until the car. very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Which so TJ wins. I finished third. TJ usually spots for the seven. Tim Fita was was doing it this weekend. Yeah. Do we know what happened on that big wreck? Uh I did, I just think it was a combination of three things. We were three wide. I don't think the 48 was going to make the corner completely when he got there. And I think Justin might maybe could have left a little. I think it was all three combined. Yeah. I know we didn't hit the 48, but I don't think the 48 was going to make the corner without making contact with the seven regardless. Right. And so, the seven pinched him a little bit, you think? Yeah. He, I mean, he was trying to just make the best corner he could. It wasn't like he was, you know, hey, I'm coming down whether you're there or not. He yeah. was just trying to win the race. Yeah. So, you think the 48 crew chief should have stayed out? You think that was a dumb I think call? That, I think that is the dumbest call that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know who it is, but – you can't stay out, and you're already 
a few a couple tenths slower than the fast cars. Right. You're seven laps left in the race, and you're going to stay out and be half a second plus two or three tenths. You're going to be almost a second slower a lap. Yeah. For seven laps. Right. So goodbye. See you yeah. later. What yeah. I mean, and we you're either going to get wrecked or you're going to yeah. finish the last car and lead lap. Yeah. There's just no point in it. You're better off. Okay, if you just have an average day, getting your tires, missing the wreck, right. and having a good run. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. The green-white checker, you take your chances with it. 100% agree with that. Well, yeah, because yeah. you may only have to make three-quarters of a lap, get to the overtime line, they wreck, you win. Yeah, you get lucky. Or you finish fourth. But not with seven yeah. laps to go. Not with seven to go. No. So Not with cup drivers behind you on fresh tires. Bad, yeah. bad, Not bad with bad anybody recipe. behind you with fresh tires. Yeah. I mean, I. Bad recipe. <laughs> Hated that yeah. for Justin, man, because they ran really well I know. all day. He did. Uh, we got fast cars there, so it was yeah. a good weekend for Junior Motorsports minus Justin. Yeah. I really think one of us will win Talladega this weekend unless they let the 22 tandem at, <laughs> at will like last time yeah. in, in Daytona, which was so frustrating. Yeah, it was frustrating. It's just frustrating when people tan them. They you, either need to allow it or, or really be Are you going to ask about it in the spotter meeting or you want me to? Oh, I'll it's just, it's joint, isn't it? Xfinity's every time I uh, – Spotter meeting this yeah, week. Yeah, we have a spotter meeting at every plate race. We every have time to I ask there. a question, everybody just grumbles and stuff. I asked why we couldn't double up in turn three what we used to do like three years ago at short track so we can save that hold to one to go every time. Yeah. And uh, basically I got laughed at with it, so – and I'll ask him then. Go ahead. I'm pissed. Ugh. So, and the cup race. Cup we race were, was awesome. Yeah, I thought it, they would sail in there and use all the grooves. And you don't really have that at a night Richmond race. No. You don't have guys just sliding, you know, going down in the corner. And they were chasing her to the wall, like chasing it to the wall. Yeah. Not like driving up there. So They are wheeling it. Yeah, and we just made a – we got up to fifth and made a wrong adjustment. Just kind of missed the last adjustment a little bit and ended up finishing – 13th maybe it's easy to do yeah but i'll tell you what I, who the rookies were good again yeah yeah they were both actually pretty good i know it went long green runs but um blaney and chase were both good yeah so those guys are studs what you got for spot on spot off dale jr wins at richmond even without a spotter for a lap oh. tj spot oh. on spot off spot on spot on i mean heck i was just making sure he was paying attention i look into turn one I've explained this a thousand times since <laughs> Sunday. But I look into turn one to see the track clear in front of us. I look back, and I see the seven passing somebody, and my instant reaction to that is, because I'm used to that car, is start spotting it. And I see a car outside, so I'm like, outside, out. And then I look up, and I see the yellow car, and I'm like, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, all clear. And then I got the, what the, beep, TJ. <laughs> So the funny but, part though is Dale Jr. actually turned left when yeah. TJ started screaming outside, despite the fact the he was up against the wall. Yeah, like there was it was impossible for somebody to be out there. Nobody could even been there. Couldn't stick a sheet of paper between the car no. and the wall. But he still turned left, which I liked. Yeah, so that means good. he listens. Yeah, he's responsive. Yeah, he, well, he trusts me. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know why, but yeah, you got called out <laughs> so much on that. Uh, it's fine. It's, it doesn't. Hey, it's happened. I mean, yeah. it, I've done it. It happens. I'd rather that happen then and not wreck than it happen and wreck. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain's trained for certain things on certain days. Yeah. It's it's easier to do than you think. Richmond in the daytime versus Richmond at night. Man, I say spot on. What? Is, how is that spot I on or spot off, Josh? Yeah, which one are we spotting on, buddy? Richmond at night. <laughs> <laughs> how about Richmond at day? How about Richmond at day? Richmond at day. Spot on or spot Josh, off? Josh, were you drinking when you did this? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Richmond well, during the daytime, I'd say spot on yeah. because we had so many grooves 
to race. I say spot off because it screwed up my Sunday off that we normally get. Yeah, I, I uh, read an idea on Twitter that somebody said maybe race the Xfinity race on Saturday, on Friday night maybe, or and then the cup race on on Saturday during the day, which I'm, I'd be all for. I know it's a quick yeah. turnaround, but I don't see why. Yeah. I don't see why we couldn't do it. I yeah. mean, um, that still leaves you Sunday at home. These guys, we all get a, a day with our families, and you uh, you get a lot of racing. I mean, I, I'd take my – I'd love to go to two races in a that sort of span, you know. It would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm spot on for the day race, man. There's so would many more grooves. Would that screw you up at all, the way mm. you're spotting, if you did a night race and then immediately go into a day race, just the way the track is? Uh, I don't even know how I'd be able to do it. It would be so hard. I don't even know. <laughs> Kind of like that 24-hour race where you do the whole thing and it turns light and it's light and dark and then light again. I don't Rains, know how we do it. Fog. <clears throat> sleet. Yeah. Snow. No, it doesn't. Hurricanes. Okay. Just okay. asking. Brave all elements. Jackasses. <laughs> the famous, I don't know how this is also a top. Well, let's read it first. The famous Talladega Boulevard best infield in racing, the Derby. Josh, the derby what is the Derby? The Kentucky Derby. We haven't been to the Kentucky Derby. We race okay. every weekend. Sorry. Listen, I thought he was talking about something that I didn't know about in the infield. Yeah. He just said the Derby. I'm like, hey, derby what's party? the Derby, buddy? Should Josh. I my hat? All right, scratch the Derby party then. <laughs> is Talladega the most famous or and best infield in racing. Uh, it's infamous. It might be the most famous, but I'm not sure it's the best. I got a. I. I mean, I like Texas and Michigan to be honest with you. Even the Glen. The Glen's a lot of fun. Yeah, spot on for this one, man. Talladega Boulevard inside of the infield mm. is phenomenal. It is. It is. Bands, DJs, stripper poles, tires wrapped around a dude, tires wrapped around dudes with no clothes on. Like it is comical just to go out there and walk up and down Talladega Boulevard. Josh, Josh having chicken fights in a little (laughs) kiddie pool. I mean, it's mud wrestling, (laughs) it's Jello wrestling. It it is one of the crazy. It's like Mardi Gras comes to a NASCAR one mile strip, and people just party for three straight days. Have this you been weekend? out there? Oh, it, is, it is better this weekend or than Halloween. in the fall. It's better this weekend, and this is why. In the fall, college football is so big in the south that you don't get as rowdy of people to come because a lot of them are at Auburn. They're at Alabama. They're at you know UGA, South Carolina. They're at all the SEC schools because that's the best football conference, right? Let's not even attempt to say that's not accurate. <laughs> There's a, Talladega has a uh, contest this weekend for, <clears throat> I think it's girls in – was it mayonnaise trying to grab a banana? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, it's on Twitter. I'm not making this up. Wow. Kristen. <laughs> Kristen. What? That is Kristen. <laughs> girls in mayonnaise trying to grab a banana. <laughs> Kristen. Do we have to cut you, that? Oh, it's a thing. You no, just I made that up. <laughs> I didn't. Like, oh, I hit Josh. Wow, no, you are flustered. They, they Sticks send, one week <laughs> off, another changes. <laughs> they send email blasts out, and we get them from all the I'm tracks. Sure they and send it's some blasts. All of the new. Oh yeah, some mayonnaise blasts. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Our Daytona and Talladega completely different <laughs> racetracks. Spot on, spot off. How is that spot on, spot off? That's just a question. Josh, I'm gonna have to send you no, next week. We, spot on, spot off. Right. We just need a topic. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Uh, I don't know how to answer that. They're both spot. I love them both. So let's go spot on. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know how we answer this this question with spot on, spot off, but let me explain something to you. At Daytona, after 10 to 15 laps, your car has to handle well. 
So in order for you to run three and four wide, like you have to have a really good handling car. Teams take cars with, with more downforce to Daytona. At Talladega, it's wider than Daytona. It's five lane, lanes wide versus two and a half or three like Daytona. Your car doesn't have to handle. It has more banking. So you, you, they're completely different in terms of after 15 laps, you're going to be spotting your tail off and the drivers are still driving their tail off. It, it, they're inches apart running 200 miles an hour all day at Talladega versus Daytona where handling comes into play. Now, I will say this. At Talladega, we typically will see Denny or Dale Jr. get to the front and, and somehow or another manipulate the field to, to single file up against the wall. I'm all for it. I can't wait for it to be <laughs> – I can't wait for it to happen because I got I – got, I'm – I'm pretty sure we can do it. We're bringing back our our good car, so Amelia, we, we fixed it. Yeah, yeah. So and she's got a really good track record. And honestly, I believe she would have had a good shot at winning the 500 had we not have got loose off of four because yeah. we were starting to make up ground there on, at the end. So he was by yeah. himself on the outside passing cars. Right. He does that every time. <clears throat> he just knows Somehow. how to do it. I'm yeah, not sure I, how. I don't either. But yeah. uh, all kinds of theories. Yeah, but he like like Brett said though, Daytona's a lot narrower too. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, way it's more narrow. narrow. Yeah, and um, you'll see a few guys, probably Michael Waltrip, run the bottom and try to get through. Is Michael running this weekend? I think so. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, he's running this weekend, I believe. So Really? He'll be trying – well, I'll be up against the fans. There'll be one car on the bottom. It'll be Michael, yeah. about 25th place, running the bottom. Yeah. When, when you see it. us get single file mm. and you're at home, here's the deal. We're, we're going to be single file until we get closer to the pit window. When we get within eight or ten laps of the pit window, we're going to start back racing. So yeah. take a break, grab a beer, do whatever you do, and come back in a few minutes. Yeah, because it'll you, get back good. If the eight eight gets up front, and we get single file. That's your nap time. Yeah. So plan that. Yeah. Great job on spot on spot off, Josh. <laughs> yep, yeah. Spot off on the spot, spot on, off spot, on. The spot, spot off. Spot off with these this <clears throat> four bullets. The best part of that Josh segment. Josh is pissed. Look at him. He's feelings are, his feelings I, are hurt. I told y'all I didn't have anything yesterday. The best when part. I sent it into group me. The best part for uh, of that was definitely the covered in mayonnaise trying to grab the yeah. bananas. <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. guys ready to go into fast lane? What is, is fast this, lane? Is this where you give us this four long, <laughs> four paragraph long rebuttal? I'm gonna give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, and they're gonna alternate who responds first. Each of them gets thirty seconds to voice their opinion, and then whoever responded first will get a thirty second rebuttal. Nice. And for the topics, we'll be racing to not ready. No. Can you read that again? I need some gum. I have Altoids upstairs. How about some mayonnaise? Do you want uh, some more I leave? love mayonnaise. <laughs> Dukes or Hellman's? Hellman's, man. That's right. We're Hellman's <clears throat> around here. That's right. All right, Brett's going to start. I am. You sure are. We got to read the question. I'm trying to get my time. You and Josh up. are not on it today at all. <laughs> it's not my job to be on it. I just show up. <clears throat> Apparently. Tony Stewart returns to the racetrack this past weekend in Richmond. <laughs> Who's laughing? What? What did I do? Just, I'm not nothing. I'm just clearing my throat. <laughs> Tony Stewart returns to the racetrack this past weekend in Richmond. Upon his arrival back to racing, NASCAR fined him $35,000 for comments made about lug nuts and safety. The driver's council pays the fine for Tony. Really awesome, by the way, um, in my opinion. It is obviously not great to bash the leadership of the sport, but at what point does the governing body need to let some comments slide? Also, NASCAR sends out rulebook change last night, mandating all five lug nuts must be on the wheels in a Word document that they showed. Josh, changes. my God, how much this, words are missing? <laughs> this is a Word document that you just read. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me. Y'all ready? Give me uh, ten seconds, and then, Lord. then start the timer. You're about to tear my headset off with your big feet. <laughs> 
Okay. Holy cow. So we're going to talk about Tony coming back. We're going to talk about him getting fined, and we're going to talk about this lug nut deal. And I have 30 seconds. <laughs> you okay. have 30 seconds. Okay. It's awesome to have Tony back. He does a lot of great things for our sport. His comments about the lug nut thing was, was I guess, his plea to say, save us from ourselves. Like, if you go ride a motorcycle, some states make you wear a helmet because people are too stupid to know they need to wear a helmet, right? Some states say, hey, if you don't want to wear a helmet, I want to scramble your brain on the side of the road, that's fine, right? So drivers are saying – we don't know if we should pit with a loose wheel. Whatever, dude. You have to pit if you have a loose wheel. Well, now NASCAR has intervened. So they fined him $35,000, and now NASCAR has said that they actually agree with him. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm glad Tony's today. back. I love my job. I love NASCAR. I don't want to get fined. Yeah, I, you, you really, you know, even on this podcast, like it almost makes you conscious of, man, how far can we – go with our opinion because if we go too far if Brett gets fined $35,000 y'all are never going to see me again because I can't pay a $35,000 that's what I'm saying dude they can find me $35 and I'm (laughs) (laughs) like don't run me away but at the end of the day I just said it at the end end of the day day, um, drink man you you can't find the guy and then agree with him and make a rule change but I mean it is kind of cool that he's spoke up so Tony is paying the fine himself um, even though the drivers' council told him that they that he was gonna or that they were gonna pay it, and he's gonna donate that money to Autism Research, which is which great, is really awesome. Yeah, Tony, Tony is Brian awesome France should match ma- whatever the number is. Brian France should match the donation because I mean, come on, man. I like it. Yeah, listen, Tony Stewart is a genuine guy, and I'm glad he spoke up and said what he want, felt about it, and I'm glad they're making changes because of it. Something's poking me in the side. What is, is it? I think it's that my, blue pill you took. I think it's my bag. <laughs> it's I need scissors and gum now. <laughs> All right, TJ. This is going to be – you're starting. <laughs> oh, look at this. Another paragraph. Carl Edwards go. wins at Richmond after a bump and run on his teammate Kyle Busch in turn four on the final lap. Explain to us what goes through your mind as a spotter when you're coming down to the last lap and racing your teammate for the win. Um, I don't know if you really notice car numbers at that point in time. you got two people that want to win races, and you need to look at who the second guy is and how hard you think he's going to try to win the race. So if, for me, if we were leading the race and we were coming off turn two and it was Carl or, or Kyle, I would know that they're probably going to take a shot at moving you. And they're both very talented drivers, and they both know how to do it without flat-out wrecking you. So my advice would be, <clears throat> to go in and get on the bottom and slow it way down so when he hits you, you stay right in front of him or get way up out of the way and try to get a run off the corner. Yeah, no matter who it is behind my driver, I'm going to inform my driver the gap and if I think they're close enough to take a shot. Ty Dillon the day before took a shot. He was too far back. He missed. He so, did. So, so when you when you see that happen in your TJ, you literally know exactly how big of a gap you can have or not have in order to really have a shot. We all knew he was close enough to have a shot. If Kyle had that to do over again, I bet he'd leave the bottom lane open and yeah. try to pinch Carl on the exit because if he leaves it open, if Carl hits him, he'll wreck him. Yeah, you got to – I would have went all the way to the high groove because Carl would have chased you up there. And if he gets into the quarter panel, he's going to wreck you. Yeah. But if he can get to the if he can get to the back square of the left rear bumper, he can he can hit you a little bit and knock you up the track. Which is what so, he did. He did it perfect. Yeah. And, uh, but I would have sailed it off into the high groove there. And I, I don't – I honestly don't think Kyle expected that. Yeah, I don't because he drove into the corner like, man, you know, he's going to try to pass me, but he's not going to hit me. Yeah. Well, that changed. Yeah. Brett, do you think the innovations NASCAR has made with fan experience at home with the team radio, onboard cameras, et cetera, have contributed to lower attendance? Man, it's so funny that this question ends up here. I got a friend in Myrtle Beach named Billy that called me yesterday, and he literally said to me, 
you know, I've got my HD TV, I've got the scanner, I've got my own toilet, my own refrigerator full of beer. Like, it, it, I don't go to any sporting events anymore because I, the experience for me is almost better at home than it is at the racetrack. Now, I disagree with them in racing because you can see more at the racetrack. Richmond was a great race all day long. There were battles everywhere. So, I, you know, but yes, this certainly has an impact. I think it definitely has a huge impact. Man, we get people have so much access sitting on their couches. You can get up 15 minutes before the race, prop your iPad up, put your TV on, and you can hear, see, and you got your refrigerator 15 feet away probably. And what it costs you. The subscription for the, for you know, your TV, TV and yeah. your subscription to whatever it costs to, to race listen. Yeah. yeah. So um, I definitely think we give them, the fans, a lot of a lot of, uh a lot of information and stuff on their couches, but there's still the experience at the track that, that you can't match. The, the key word with NASCAR right now is not TV ratings. It used to be. It was TV ratings, TV ratings. Now it's consumption. And these other tools that they're opening up and allowing fans to have access to are wonderful for fans. And the consumptions are, are, are up across the board. But at the end of the day, I have to say it again. Uh, I, I would have to say – you have to come to races in person to really enjoy them and appreciate them I as much. That. I mean, I would rather watch football at home, but I also enjoy the game day experience. So, you know, it's it's a balance. Good question, Josh. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> You're two-thirds <laughs> of the way through the show, and you finally don't suck. <laughs> he doesn't know what that's, to say. That's my goal in life is just not to suck. <laughs> Well, so, yeah. well, you're doing pretty bad. TJ, <laughs> <laughs> who will be the next big name crew chief in the Cup Series? Oh man, wow. Uh, is Greg too? Is he already too big of a deal? I think so. Yeah, well, not really. He's Dale Junior's crew chief. I know, dude. but he, he's only in his second year. He's still a big name. I know, but it's just because of who he's associated with. He hasn't really, you know. Greg is smart, and he's going to be really. He's he's got the potential to be. You know, a Chad Canal, somebody like that. His he's programmed like that because he came up under Chad. And he's programmed like that. So when he figures it out, he's going to be. You know, he's doing a good job now. But when he gets good, he's going to be. Yeah, I I think there are two guys in my mind that I think are going to be really really good, and 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 they they haven't had a chance yet. Kevin Meandering, who's Elliott's crew chief mm -hmm. now in the Xfinity Series. This guy is super talented. Came from the same mold and model yeah. that that Greg Ives came through. And a guy named Dax who is on uh, Kevin Harvick's team. He's his lead engineer. That is a, probably the most underrated, smartest dude in the garage that's an engineer. That is not a crew chief. Yeah, I honestly like um, I like the crew chiefs that we have here at Junior Motorsports. I like the way Dale Jr. has done it in bringing in, bringing in engineers from high-quality cup cars, and he's given them a chance to learn the ropes here. Um, you know, we got Jason Burdett, who was at Hendrick for a long time. We got Kevin Meandering, who was on the 88. Both of them came from 88. And yep. we got Dave Ellens, who was on the 48 for a while. Right. And we've got a really good fleet of young guys here that could, you know, be. I, I mean, they could break out at any point in time. The crew chief role has changed. <laughs> like, the, the model that, that brings us crew chiefs has changed yeah. so much in the 17 years I've been here. Like, when it used to be when you would get on a team, you would say, okay, that's the smart guy. Everybody else just yeah. does what they're told. And then you would occasionally say, okay, that's the smartest guy, and then there's this other guy over here that contributes a little bit. Well, then we went to an engineer, which was a big deal. And then we yeah. went to two engineers traveling. Then some teams have three engineers traveling. So now you have multiple smart people that you're pulling from. The car chiefs now have engineering degrees. The, the Billy Kerwood, the car mm -hmm. chief for Greg Biffle this year, big changes there. You bring in Brian Patty. 
you know, super smart crew chief, Billy Kerwood, an engineer as the car chief. And then obviously, you know, Roush has their own engineers. Like there's so many smart people on teams now. You literally could have five crew chief yeah. capable people on one team. Yeah. And it's it's like he said, the engineering role is taken before the, uh, you know, you would have the engineer is the next guy to take charge, basically. Yeah. It used to be the car chief. It used to be the car chief. It used to be the car chief. If the crew chief missed a race or had to go somewhere, the car chief stepped up. Now it's engineers. They're all on the same page and all looking at the same stuff and, and can call races. And um, it has changed a lot in the last 10 years. The engineers, people don't realize this, the engineers set the cars up. The crew chief typically doesn't. Now, is the crew chief involved in the discussion? Yes, but the engineers are using SIM, which is a simulation program, to you know, basically a video game to tell you how to set your car up to make it go faster around the track. The engineers are using SIM, and they're using all their tools to say, this is what setup we need in the car. Does the crew chief have the final say? Yes. But the engineer is the person who's putting it on the plate for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, like Greg's an engineer, so he fits right in there with our group. And that's what that's one thing I like about that. And we've got that here at Junior Motorsports as well. So um, it's uh, it's changed a lot, and it's actually kind of fun to watch too. So. Yeah. Crew Chiefs didn't have as much on their plate back in the day as they do now. Now they manage literally their entire team, you know, yeah. from even the travel stuff and the apparel and – Everything. Know, everything, I, I'm man. I'm going through the Greg, who my second spotter is going to be at these upcoming races and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. And I mean, he lets me handle most of it, who I want and stuff, and which is great because he, he doesn't, he you know, and it's my area there. So Yeah. Um, but he's still right involved with it and approves it and all, and, and uh, they're, they're involved in everything. Meeting, meeting, meetings, meetings, meetings all day. It, it used to be you could almost stumble into a good crew chief role and not be that great at it. Now, if you are if you get the opportunity to be a Sprint Cup crew chief, you're super talented. Dang. I didn't fall at the right time, did I? No, you didn't. I didn't stumble in the right direction. I didn't either. What you got for the first, first off, off the, the wall? wall. Brett Deflategate is back in the news. A federal appeals court has ordered yeah. that Brady must serve a four-game suspension imposed by the NFL. Is this a good thing, or we just need to let it go? I don't know. This is so stupid. Does Agreed. our courts not have anything better to do than worry about whether or not air was in a football? Listen, dude, I'm a Bills fan. This You'll is, get your this is my seconds. 30 seconds. I don't care. You only play them once. It's not like you – the Bills The Bills play the New England Patriots the fourth game of the year. Yeah. Right? So there's no Tom Brady. So yay for the Bills. The Bills won't see the postseason, so it won't matter if they play him again because they'll never That's see fine. him again. It doesn't matter. It's all about that game. <laughs> You're crazy. It's fine. I don't even know whose turn it is. It's I'm, TJ's hey, turn. Hey, listen, I don't, I'm already done with it. I was, I've already thought it was over with and done with. I, I mean, if the guy cheated, bust him. If he didn't cheat, let him go. Who cares? I'm done with it. But I'm glad he's not playing in Buffalo. Court of Appeals, really? That's what we're worried about? Aaron a football? Well, nobody likes deflated balls. Oh, God. Just saying. Well, Tom Brady. Second off the wall topic. Yes. Ding. That, that needs to be <laughs> TJ's code for just no, let just, it go. Just so you nope. know, it's another long paragraph here. Oh, I'm sure we'll be able to decipher what's uh, can coming. Can you just yeah, I'm hit paring the it down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ecto Cooler's coming back to the stores at the end of May. What Are is you? Ecto Cooler? High it's C. like High C. That green High C back when we were younger. Yeah. I had no idea what you're talking about. Do you know the is. ectoplasm, the green ghost from Ghostbusters? Yeah, Slimer. <laughs> anyway, they're re-releasing it, but what do you guys think about the new uh, Ghostbusters movie remake? I think it's all female cast? It is all female. Oh, I, I, don't I love Ghostbusters. I, I great movie. Was... Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Really wish I could see something strange going on here. In your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? I like your shoulder shimmy. You do? Do the bank <laughs> hit? I like Ghostbusters, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about no ecto-cooler. 
So I don't. I'm have, gonna get you some. Yeah, I, I have it's no just idea. Just my favorite. It's green. The main yeah. question was, what are your thoughts on Hollywood remaking classic movies like Ghostbusters? I, I love it when they do it good. The paragraph was too long and I can't read. Yeah, but that was really short. That was a good one. Well, that's where the question should have been. Go, yeah. TJ. Uh, I think it's great. Remake them, man. They were awesome movies. I like the classic ones still, but... Um, What's been yeah. your favorite remake of um, a classic movie? Straight out of Compton? Wow. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Friday. I don't know. I didn't see that. Those Friday. aren't remakes. Yeah, no. you can't remake Friday. There's, I wouldn't know even know if I, I could watch Friday. that. Would you? You can't beat the originals. No, there's no way. You know no. what was one I was disappointed with though? Which one? Remember, uh, they remade Red Dawn. Oh yeah. The bad. original Red Dawn was good. You yeah. remember that? Uh huh. Where that? Where the Patrick Russian, Swayze? Yeah, had Patrick. Uh, Swayze. I like Patrick Swayze. That they come in, took over that school, and all the kids hopped in the truck and went to the hills and fought them off and stuff. Yeah. You never saw that? No. Was, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, hey. a movie about World War Three, basically. Yeah, hey, I didn't see that. We don't now. need to be talking about that again. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dancing? I like Nobody. Pat, you said Patrick Swayze, man. Nobody puts TJ in a corner. <laughs> you're, you're in a corner now. in a corner. Yeah, you're in a it's corner true. now, actually. Why don't you get up and do that we little We got hashtag AskDBC. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. We have chosen the best or funniest five hashtag AskDBC questions to ask you guys. At the end, you will choose your favorite question, and that person will receive a autographed hat by Elliot Sadler. Woo! At Turf Girl ninety seven asks, oh, "This, this is, is my first one. trip to Dega. Any tips for this longtime NASCAR fan? Bring home as many beads That's as you can. <laughs> Get them beads. <laughs> What's up, man? First trip to Talladega. Um, go to Talladega Boulevard. Bring a camera. <laughs> and it, bring a bring, That's it. Bring, so, a, bring a camera." If it's ninety seven, I'm hope I'm not sure if that's a birth year or not. Is that? That's when she graduated high school. So she's she's forty. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's that's yeah. She's 40, right? She I don't. That's either a birth year or a graduation year. Oh, no. She's she's definitely of age. I don't know, I man. I don't think turf turf, turf is fairly new. So. <laughs> I don't know. If I, were, if I were you, Turf Girl 97, I would take a funnel. I would take a phone. <laughs> if you're legal, I would make some PJ in a cooler, yeah. and I would get me a wagon, and I would put all that <laughs> in the wagon, and I would walk down Talladega Boulevard, and, man, I would just have at it yeah, for I three mean, days. Hey, hey, wear some sunscreen. No <laughs> shower. I wouldn't take a shower. <laughs> don't don't wear some bring sunscreen. some clothes that you actually care about because yeah, you're going to smell like yeah, yeah. smoke. If you really want to fit in good, you need to put some sunblock on your on your back or your stomach with an, as an 88 and let it kind of soak in and <laughs> yeah. burn around it and yeah. then wipe it off. Yeah. yeah. And then send us a picture. We've seen that. And then send a picture. <laughs> yeah. And that'll happen. A couple hundred times probably this weekend. Yeah, don't shower for three days. Yeah. Don't brush your teeth. Get the real experience. You're yeah. going to smell like smoke, beer, food. Uh, I mean, yeah. mayonnaise and bananas. I don't know. Pass out, but make sure it's not around an RV that has carbon monoxide. Yeah. I mean, you know. And cheer for the 88. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, because nobody else there will. <laughs> next question. Dale Adega. At gay for mole man asks, what are your feelings about the caution clock? Will this ever be used in the Cup Series? I, I certainly hope we don't use a caution clock. I think we need these races to be organic. Yeah. We don't need them to be fixed. When we start doing caution clocks in Premier Series, I, I have I have an issue with it. I you know if if we're going to do it, I certainly hope it's a much revised version of a bigger revised version of what we're trying to do now in the Truck Series. I do not like the caution clock deal. I like to race, and if you're good, you're good. If you're not good, you you got to struggle through it and finish yeah. it out, man. So let us race. At BN Pierce S, what is the best bump and run in NASCAR history? 
got to be. It was a bump and wreck. Yeah, it's got to be Big E. It's got to be Big E wrecking Labonte. Yeah. But that wasn't a bump and run. That was a bump and wreck. You yeah. know, I, and I, I will say this: Mayfield had a really good bump and run on Dale Earnhardt at Pocono, he which did. which is harder to do than you think because at a place like Bristol, it's easy to remain close enough to a guy to have a shot at a two and a half mile racetrack like Pocono. You don't expect that exciting of a finish, and yet they got it. So so maybe maybe that's a really good one. Yeah, that, that, that's tough to do, especially them flat corners, because when you hit in them flat corners, there's not a lot of banking to save you. So um, that's definitely a tough one. But the most famous one, uh, it's probably got the best one's probably got to be Bristol. Yeah, there, there are two <clears throat> things that fans were talking about on Twitter that, this week that, I, that caught my attention. Number one was Samantha Bush said the word shit. Well, what would you want her to say? Woo, I'm so glad my husband got moved. I mean, come on. People get a life. Every, I mean – People that are complaining about that are obviously Kyle Busch haters. And then the flip side of that is I see a lot of people saying, man, I can't believe he moved Kyle Busch. We're a dirty racer. Every person who says that has to be a Kyle Busch fan. They're pro-Kyle Busch. So mm-hmm. you see pro-Kyle Busch say, man, Kyle Busch is a butthole. And you see all the anti-Kyle <laughs> Busch. Samantha's a butthole. And it's like, man, oh, either way, so either way, man, they can't win right now, you know. Yeah. I mean, you he asks for some of it. I mean, you ask for some of the stuff you get when you come off turn four and you say, well, Tom is a haters. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get – TJ TJ will never spot for Kyle Busch. Uh, I will go on record and say uh, that. For a lap until he – then he comes down pit road looking for a wrecker. <laughs> yeah, I spotted for him in a truck race, and we actually led pretty much the whole race. And we lost the lead coming out of four to Todd Bodine on the last lap. Wow, that's not embarrassing. Mm. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever tell anyone that story. Yeah. Kyle but, Busch gets passed by Todd Bodine. What? What? What cup drivers have you spotted for? Oh, shit. that that obviously in the Cup Series or not? How many Cup drivers have you spotted for in some series or another? Currently or retired? As it well. don't matter. Yeah, whatever. Uh Nemechek, Riggs, Boris, Truex, Kenseth, Dell Jr., um, Sterling. Mm, I don't know. So at least seven. Yeah, at least seven. I mean, I can try to rattle mine off. Obviously, Elliot Sadler, Jeff Burton, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, Greg Biffle, Michael Waltrip, Martin Truex. Maybe I may be missing one or two. And, I, and the only ones I've ever done in Cup <clears throat> were Jeff Burton, Clint Boyer, and Elliot. So, I mean, yeah. we do a lot of other guys in a lot of other series. Yeah. It's fun when we do that, too. Yeah. I was, it's kind of a break. A yeah. Did I say up. Kevin Harvick? Yes. Yeah. I did him a, I a cannot truck believe race. you lost a truck Casey race. Kane. I won with Casey Kane at Rockingham in a truck race. But you lost with Kyle Busch, who wins. I'd rather win with Casey Kane. I bet Kyle, f- Kyle doesn't lose truck races, man. Hey, dude. He had me. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> right. Give it away. Just give it away. At LMLibra88 asks, do you think Tony can win a race and make the chase now that he is back, or will he still struggle? Uh, I, anybody can win a race. I mean, there's a lot of cars. If he, they can hit it right, they've got a lot of good – Harvick's fast, 41's fast. He'll bounce off them a little bit, and he'll come alive somewhere and be tough to beat and have a shot at winning. There's a major difference with Tony Stewart back this year than the Tony Stewart we've seen for the last two years. And that major difference is the 14 car is a lot faster right now. Brian Vickers went fast in it. Ty Dillon went fast in it. Brian Vickers had a car that was capable of winning at Martinsville. So when you give Tony Stewart a fast car, he absolutely is capable of winning a race. Now, He's not going to run the entire race this weekend at Talladega. He's going to run a lap or two, and then the first caution, he's going to get out and let Ty Dillon get in it, you know, because you run the risk of being in a severe crash there. Clint actually runs a carbon fiber seat at the plate tracks 
because it's a safer, more durable really? seat. Yeah, because the crashes at Talladega are, you know, they're high speed, high impact, and, and your car can leave the ground. So these, these guys are crazy. You know, I mean, when you look at race car drivers, we've been very fortunate that we, we've not had a lot of guys seriously injured lately, but it's still a very dangerous sport. But Tony is not going to come back and struggle, I don't think. I think mentally and physically, he's in a lot better place than he's been the last two years, and his car's yeah. faster. The cars were faster. I think most of them got wrecked. Yeah. So well, hopefully, hopefully they got more coming. Yeah. You know dang well, Biggers ain't going to go a race without <laughs> trying to win. At Davy Center <laughs> asked, was this the best race at Richmond that you've ever seen from the spotter stand and or the grandstands? Uh, I don't know if it was the very, very best race. I've seen some pretty good races there. Uh, they um, they were three, four wide there a couple years ago on a restart coming, yeah. you know, but – um, it was a good race. There was cars all over the place. I like, I like the speed difference from a guy. The gap, you know, you go to the corner, one guy goes to the bottom, one guy goes to the top. He makes up ground in the middle. And here comes the guy back on the top. That's good racing to me. So I really enjoyed it. I'd love to race more there in the day. It was a great race. We used to put a sealer on the racetrack, and, and people may or may not know this. We put a sealer on the racetrack. The guys would run around the bottom, and after they'd run around the bottom for a while, they would wear the sealer out. So then they move up to the next groove because it had more grip where the sealer was at. So by the end of the night race, the top groove had grip. Well, the bottom still was the shortest way around the racetrack, and guys who were handling well could could still go fast. So Richmond has always produced great races when we have multiple grooves. A place like Bristol produced more exciting racing with one groove. A place like Richmond, one groove is boring. It's a snooze fest. So multiple grooves at Richmond, great race. One of the best races I've ever seen. I wouldn't say it was the best, but certainly one of the best. So what do you think the best or funniest question was? Well, who, who gets the hat? The one who got the most laughs was <laughs> – we'll go with, I'll go with Turf Girl. <laughs> Turf Girl 97. TJ, you still with us? What are you doing over there? Uh, He's texting. I'm looking up He's Twitter pictures and stuff. Yeah. Just looking up counts on here, like these favorite ones here, the people we've picked. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like, yeah, the Turf Girl is asking. That's awesome they're going to your first race. i got to give that a winner. Yeah. Right, uh, so I mean, that's my pick. Hat. Maybe she'll come to uh, – Maybe she'll find you at Talladega. Maybe she'll find us at Talladega day three when she hadn't showered and want to give us a hug or <laughs> Let's something. Let's look. Turf. We'll hug, we'll hug it out. Girl, 97. TJ that. thinks she's underage. I don't know. Well, and we can't suggest that I she drink. I think she's 19. I, I can't. Maybe she had a sister that was born in 97. I can't assume. Although, okay. I'm not encouraging. I don't definitely don't know if she's old enough to drink. She's from Kentucky, though, so she probably knows how to drink. <laughs> yeah. Drink it up, girl. If you're legal. <laughs> if you're not, don't. Yeah, if you're not, just enjoy the sights and bring your camera. And <laughs> video anything you see wild. Yeah. Is there anything you guys have to rant about today? I think the the hardest thing to swallow this week is you take the good news of a a guy, Tony Stewart's caliber, coming back. At the end of the day. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Tony Stewart at the end of the day is a big deal. (laughs) All right. So he comes back. You have all this synergy wrapped around that being exciting. And then you turn around and slap him with a huge fine for stating an opinion about a safety issue. And I realize (laughs) safety issues are touchy. But then the thing you slapped him with, you find him and, and you walk away and you actually change the rule. So, man, I don't – sometimes we just, like, do things that we – Do we, Yeah. Yep. It's like we cut our nose off to spite yeah, our I face. Don't, I don't – that's not fair to say, hey, you're wrong. Wait a minute. Here – you know, hey, you're wrong. You're paying me. Uh, wait a minute. We agree with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
maybe a maybe you get a refund. <laughs> you should get fifty percent off. You need to get yeah. something. Oh, what's he want? It's Mike Davis. Mike get Davis, TJ's buddy. Mike Davis. Uh Dega. Let's talk about Dega for a second, just because we're, uh, we're going to be very important there. We are. Uh, spotters are a huge role at Talladega. Um, the drivers need to listen, and uh, you know, if you have a good repertoire with your driver, you look can at you pulling out the big word. That's the biggest yeah. word he's ever used ever. on this show. Yeah, in his sorry. life. Life. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, the driver and the spotter really need to be in sync with each other. The crew chief, once the race starts, got to you know, not that he's got an easy job, but he's pretty much done. He'll make he's a done. couple little adjustments and pick two four tires. tires or two tires. Two tires. It's basically up to the driver and the spotter to communicate well and try to get the you know get up front and hold them off. Yeah, TJ's obviously a good plate spotter. Dale Jr. always has a super fast car. Fast cars are always easier to spot than slow cars. Oh, when you when you take a guy, when you watch these guys qualify. And and these some of these guys in the back are 1.2, 1.3 seconds off the pole speed. Can they keep up in the draft? Yes. Can they finish well? Yes. But they have to be very aggressive, a lot more aggressive than Dale Jr. does in order to stay up there. So we play a huge role in how aggressive they can be and ultimately whether or not they wreck. If we mess up and they mess up with us, it's over. We can create a catastrophe there by by being off by a few inches. So when these guys come off a of turn two, we literally are clearing by inches. When we see them come off a of four, they're coming at us. It's a weird angle, and and we tend to be a little bit more conservative there. But, man, we play a huge role in this race. Yeah, and it's all – it's not right behind your car. It's what's going on behind that. The driver has to understand what the spotter is telling him and where to position the car. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's tough to do. It, there's a lot of words that are being said really quick, and the driver has to process a lot of information really fast. But and One thing, too, that we've not ever talked about on this show – the driver's inability to see in front of them. They can see the car right in front of them, but when you start talking two or three rows in front of that, these guys are looking through windshields. So imagine going down an interstate and pulling up really close to an SUV, and then you can't see the next three or four cars in front of them. So if they slam on brakes, you're going to hit that SUV. We have to now spot really, really hard out the front of the car as well as the back of the car. That's not something that we used to do five years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't plan on having many cars in our windshield, so – yeah, no, you, <laughs> you usually don't because you're that guy that's going to qualify in the top seven and have one of those fast cars. But we're, we're, we have to provide a lot more information out the front, just almost as important as out the back. If you see them guys checking up, you definitely let your driver know. That way he doesn't run up on that guy and have to slow down. Then the gap gets bigger. It's way easier for you to tell him, hey, they're jamming up a little bit, and he can crack a little bit. He just kind of rolls on easily up there rather than running up there, whoa, 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 and then they all bump a little you bit. You guys have been doing this forever, but do you – like races like this, do you ever get a little bit nervous? Not really. I don't. No? Before the Daytona 500, yeah, 500. I get excited. I, yeah. I, because you've waited all winter. You've really waited all year to get back to that chance. Yeah. But then when you start, you say green flag and you start rattling off three wide, yeah, you're inside yeah. 32, you pushing blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, here it's we go. Out the window. It's, it's, you, you get in your rut. Now, I will say this, man. When you're up front and you say white flag, you start thinking, uh, I can't screw this up. Like, I have to try to win this race. What, what information? Yeah. So your heart rate, certainly, if your heart rate doesn't go up, you're, how does how does I mean? If you love what you do, this is a, a passionate thing, you know. So, man, I, my heart rate goes up at the end of the race at a plate race only. Yeah, uh, before the five hundred, I'm maybe a little bit nervous because you got there's celebrities there. The whole off season, everyone spent so much time on their cars. Everything's new and ready to go, and you know. But once the green flag drops, you're that's you, out. On. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. But at the end, though, like I've we finished second probably four or five times as well. And we've had chances, just never could get that final push to get around somebody. Um, but then we ended up winning. But you're 
you know what's happening at the end. Like when we took the white flag. I, I mean, I'm just trying to tell him everything I can tell him where the runs are coming from. And yeah. normally there's somebody really good behind you as well. Yeah. Like there's always somebody like Danny's back there, Brad's back there, somebody, and you're like, oh yeah. man, Jimmy's back there, somebody, yeah. and you're like, oh here they come. Yeah, and they know how to get runs. Yeah, you know they know so, how to get runs at you. Yeah, so uh, it, it's. You know, you definitely your heart rate definitely picks up. Another aspect that's very different for us at Talladega versus anywhere else we race is we stand with the fans. That's true. So when they all stand up, clearly they've seen something exciting them. When they all stand up, their seats go bam, 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 bam. It sounds like you a can, bomb's going you off, and you're like, too. you feel you feel the thing rumble, and you're like, okay, yeah. what do they see that I don't see? Yeah. It's almost like a, a split second of panic that comes over you going, oh, my God, what are they all looking at that I'm yeah. not looking at? But it will be, you know, somebody that they love, Dale Jr. or whoever is taking the lead and getting people really excited. But we literally stand with the fans. So we smell cigars, cigarettes. We see beer oh, cans yeah. being thrown. You know, they're up there getting their autographs before the race. So that's a very different yeah. experience. We're usually so high and so removed from those guys. They're not an element in our world. They're a big element there. It, it's not a, They're not a problem. And, you know, normally whenever I can tell when, when Dale Jr. gets angry and says something, I can see, you know, like a 1,000 people. People just go, you know, turn around and look, and I'm like, <laughs> you want to hide for a minute. But uh, I think it's pretty cool that they can be there, and, and I think it's I think it makes people want to go to the track. I think they want to go more, being closer. They feel like they're more involved, so I like it. And Talladega is a – that place is awesome. Facili- like, people that work there and stuff, they work with you, and, and uh, it's a great place. I've never had a problem going there. No, I love it. Yep. All right. So your predictions? Your prediction last week sucked. It did. My prediction was good. It was better. Harvick, where did he finish? Better. Fourth? Yeah. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you just finish? Dude, I don't even know. Maybe ninth. Oh, did he finish that good? He got. He passed us at the end. He stayed out on oh, two yeah. tires and went back yeah. to 20th. So, yeah. yeah so, so, Harvick beat Keselowski. Another yeah. winning week. I think we should go with just wins. Oh, now he's going to change the game, no, of saying, course, because he's lost so many. We'll go from here on out. We go from here I, out. I, okay, let's let's if do you this. Get a win, you get the let's point. Let's do this, Josh. From here on out, I think we do it this way. Let me let me propose something oh, to you. Brother. We only get to pick each driver one time from here on out. So you have to. So uh, from now, it's basically thirty also, races. How many yeah. races are left? How many have we run? Ten. So there's twenty six left. There's certainly twenty six capable I'm not, drivers. I'm not picking those no. guys back there. That's not fun. <laughs> you got you got twenty six weeks. So basically, you can't pick the same guy twice. So basically, you know, if you pick Landon, I gotta not use a top guy all the way. I gotta try to pick somebody that's gonna finish just barely in front of him. Right. That makes it. A, I makes just it like wins. Why can't we just pick the winner? If you get it right, you get the point. Because you're already so far behind is why well, we'll you're trying to change now. the game. We'll start now. Yeah, we'll restart. So I've already won. No, we'll just add to this now. Like you can keep <laughs> your lead. You keep your lead right now, and okay. if you if we get the winners right, you just add a point. But we're not gonna have anything to brag about every week. Yeah, we will. You guys have plenty. Because you can't brag about it. You've only picked one winner, and that was that was you were trying to jinx him. I picked uh, Denny to win the five hundred, and you picked him to jinx him, and and so you yeah. would, you would literally have zero right now. Well, not really. I picked someone to win that got right, didn't I, Jimmy or somebody? Nah, no. nah. I'll go back and look. That dude's got a great girl. You're o- you're over. <laughs> nah, man. That's not true. So I've we pick. One. You only pick each guy once from here on out. Who's making this chart? That dude, Josh. <laughs> Have you seen his ability? <laughs> Have you seen how much he likes to write? Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. All right. So, go ahead. No, it's your, I won last week. Oh, you so go now first. you're going to bank your pick off me. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see how strong you come right here. 
We're going to give shout-outs to a lot of people we've never heard, you've never heard of. Oh, by the way, Mike Harmon rolled up in Eric Jones's truck last week wanting to fight. He yeah. should have hit that fat ass in the mouth. Like, dude. I think Ma- they should have hit each other. Mike Harmon is in the way every week. Oh, my gosh. That he, was he so is a disc- bad. God, he, yeah. he pisses me off. Everything but he I mean, does pisses me off. But, I mean, to get run over, though. Get run over. Get out of the way. Saying. He was low. He's four seconds off. Get off there the was, track. There was three lanes on the outside of him. Not a fan of what that, what that guy that, what, does. Afterwards, he runs into the Gibbs hauler. I guess. I don't know if he ran. Uh, he didn't ran. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't run. He might have rolled yeah, he into didn't the run Gibbs hauler. <laughs> get that right. There ain't no running going on. We saw him coming out. They were like, what him, are you doing in there? I think he sumo wrestles when he's not in the car. How does he get in and out of the car? He's huge. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Spits on it. Mayonnaise. Oh, my God. Back to the back to the show. I'll take Landon. Landon Castle has been called. He's a listener to Dirt. Yeah, Landon is. He likes it. He, he likes this show. We're gonna swap T-shirts here eventually. I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with David Reagan. Yeah, that former. Was, that was my other pick. Former but. Talladega winner, two-time Talladega winner. Yeah. Who spots for him? I think Toby. I might want to change my pick. That's I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Oh man, I was hoping. Uh, yeah. I'll take Landon. I'll stick with David Reagan. I'll take Landon. I mean, that was tandem. That was tandem racing then. So we're but. saving up our big guns. For oh, later. you can't throw them out now. No, you can't pull it out now. I, I, I do think though, Toyotas lined up at Daytona was impressive. I don't think you'll. I, I think that. I don't know if that'll happen again. You don't think, I think so? They'll try, but I think the um, the runs will be uh, Daytona's a lot easier to block and hold people off. Talladega's yeah. not quite as easy. If you get yeah. if they're going to do that, you're going to get four or five Chevys lined up, and they're going to work just the same way. And and Get, and if you leave the bottom open, they're going to drive down there. Yeah. So, if I were in a fantasy league, I would take Matt Kenseth or Dale Jr. Absolutely, I think yeah. that's the two you got to beat this yeah. week. Yeah, McMurray, McMurray's McMurray changes lanes a lot, he which does. makes it risky. He does. He's a very good plate racer, but he he and Trevor Bain change lanes more than any other cars in the field. Yeah, well, Trevor. Bain, Why do you think they do that? He had a lot of help changing his lane last race there <laughs> when he got hooked. <laughs> So, why, do you, why do you think they change lanes so much? They get bored. Just like, hey man, yeah. I'm getting out here. I'm getting up here. <laughs> well, there are them people on 77 that just can't sit in the fast lane. There's a gap, so they got to get over there and then Shoot get it. back over. Yeah. yeah. So that's just. I mean, you just you can tell. We could probably tell you how each one of these guys goes up 77 in traffic. Yeah. Big <laughs> different spotting for Elliot and Clint. Elliot, even now, and and obviously he had a lot of success at the plate tracks in in Cup. Man, if I tell him to do something, he's doing it. If I tell Clint to do something for the first half of the race, Clint is riding. He is going to be in lane, in a lane, and he's not doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Because every time you change lanes, that's when you risk getting getting wrecked or giving someone else a run for making something else happen that can create something to pass you. So yeah, yeah. But anyway. one thing about Dale Jr. He'll if he gets a run, he's passing you. He's pulling out. Josh is giving us wrap it up. If you wouldn't have had eighty word questions, we would, we'd, we'd, <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't be long. Well, let's thank Exalta again for having the studio <laughs> for us to come have fun in, and uh, One Main man, thanks again for having us. Yeah, we got a bunch of One Main people coming this weekend, so we got fifty One yeah. Main people. Fifty One Main people mm, and nice. A One Main victory lane would be nice, That'd Kristen. Be awesome. Make so it happen. Make that happen. I'm gonna try. We'll do it. Give best. us feedback. Rate us. Send us tweets. Holler at Leave us anyway. Yeah. Next year, next week, we're gonna give shout outs to the people who give us good reviews. I'm gonna give shout outs to people that call Mike Davis's one eight hundred line to leave reviews about the race and just tell them that he sucks. <laughs> just so you know. Holla, we out. See ya. See you guys. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. 
That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One main financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One main financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 